Hope family, what's up? It's your girl, Krista Denae, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Hope with Krista Denae. Guys, listen, there is so much on my heart. Like, it's not even, it's not even right. So I'm just gonna, like, dive right in. We have so much to talk about. Um, so the topic for today, someone asked what to do when you feel far from God. And this is real. Um, it's commonplace, I feel like, um, but there's three different points that I really want us to, um, take away from this today. <laughs> Guys, you can tell I'm thinking a lot. I've been, yo, I have so much, like, I have so much that I want to share with you. Um, but I have to share them in seasons, but there's been a lot going on. So anyway, let's Start the hope pledge, guys. This is my favorite part because this is something that I really have to claim for myself. Um, and I really hope that you are claiming it for yourself as well. I believe that this can um, change the way we view ourselves and the way that we view the world. So let's do this. I vow to take care of my health. I will treat my body as a temple with reverence and respect. I vow to be optimistic. I will guard the avenues of my mind and be intentional about my thoughts. I vow to claim my power in Jesus Christ. I will be proactive about my relationship with God and exercise the authority I have over the enemy. I vow to share my experience. I refuse to let the rocks cry out in my place. I claim that others will be saved by my testimony. I will be open about my faith, my worship, and my love for Jesus. I am strong, I am bold, I am called, I am loved, I am gifted. Above all, I have hope. So the verse for today is James 4, 8, which says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. And I don't know about y'all, but there is definitely very obviously two forces that are constantly trying to influence our decisions. The difference is God gives us a choice. The enemy doesn't. So he's const he's the one that's like, come on over. You know, you want to do this, blah, blah, blah. Jesus is the one that's staying there the whole time. So he never has to go anywhere. It's either we're going closer to him or farther away from him um, based on the choices that we make. So there is a story that I would like to share with you. And again, the topic for today is how to feel close to God when you don't feel close to God or when you don't hear him. Um, you've probably heard this story before. I've heard it in high school. It was a beautiful poem. So this poem is called Footprints in the Sand. It says, one night I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life flashed across the sky. In each scene, I noticed footprints in the sand. Sometimes there were two sets of footprints. Other times there was only one. This bothered me because I noticed that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow, or defeat, I could only see one set of footprints. So I said to the Lord, you promised me, Lord, that if I followed you, you would walk with me always. But I've noticed that during the most trying periods of my life, 
there has only been one set of footprints in the sand. Why, when I needed you most, have you not been there for me? The Lord replied, the years when you have seen only one set of footprints, my child, is when I carried you. So I love that poem because it's a really good visual reminder that even in the moments where we don't feel him or we don't see in our carnal human eyes that he's there, he is there. Um, sometimes God is silent. Yeah, you're right. Um, sometimes the answer is no, but what no really means is something better. Um, and sometimes the answer is not right now. Um, and that just comes with faith and that just comes with trust. Like being a Christian, we either believe the whole Bible or we don't, you know what I mean? And we have to be humble enough to say that it's something that we're not understanding. Um, there's something carnal within us that is prohibiting us from seeing Christ's true character. But either we believe the Bible's 100 or it's not. Um, it's that simple. And so if we believe that God is good and we believe that God is love, um, we have to be very, very open to the fact that we could be wrong. Um, and that could mean a, a lot of like a myriad of things, right? So even sometimes when we think we hear God, and I know I'm going into a beefy, heavy subject, um, but I just feel the spirit kind of leading me in that direction. Um, even when we strongly believe that we hear God, we have to be open to the fact that we could be wrong. Um, now, it does not mean that we're faithless, right? There is this really tricky balance between staying, like holding on to God's promises and holding on to God's word but also the humility that in our carnal being, um, because we are influenced by the world and we are born and shaped in iniquity, we can hear things incorrectly. And so in those moments, we just have to ask God for confirmation. Um, so that's just a little tidbit on that. I just felt like I was supposed to say that. All right, so three tips. How... In the world, how, how do we get close to God? How do we feel close to God um, when it seems like he's completely absent? Well, my beloved Hope family, so we can't always feel God. That's just, that's just it. Um, and it comes in waves and it comes in seasons and it doesn't mean there is anything wrong with your walk with God. You're not doing anything wrong. Um, the Christian walk just like a marriage, is about principle, right? So my sweet, 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 beloved, precious husband that I adore, um, sometimes, right? Let's keep it 100, married folk. Sometimes you don't feel love. It's not always mushy, gushy, I'm floating on cloud nine, let's run away to the hills in slow motion, Right? Um, sometimes it's like, I partner, best friend, great. And then a lot of the times, gratefully for me, a lot of the times I do feel love. I do feel the mushy gushy romance, right? But does it mean that I love him any less? Does it mean that he loves me any less? Absolutely not. 
Um, does it mean there's something wrong with our relationship? No, there's just a principle underlying the waves of any relationship. And I mean, even if you're not married, um, friendships come in waves. Like you can always love your friend, but sometimes that, sometimes you need a break from that friend. Um, and I mean, thank God for wonderful, beautiful friendships, right? Where you can have that sisterhood and take breaks when you need breaks and pick it up where you left off. Um, and so with God, it is that same kind of principle, um, except the only thing that comes in waves. So the friendship analogy is not 100% comparable, um, with Jesus, we should always be communicating to him, right? We don't, we don't take breaks from that. Don't take breaks from that. That's not a good idea. Um, it's just not. So what needs to stay consistent is God loves me. I love him. He is good. I'm going to connect with him every day, whether or not I feel him, whether or not, um, things are making sense right now. That's just the principle underneath it. So, um, let's move on to the tips, right? So these aren't really tips to feel connected to God because there's no formula to feel God. Um, sometimes I am in worship with the Lord by myself and I know that he's with me because of the peace that I feel, um, or because, well, that's a feeling. So let me not even say that, but sometimes that comes, even if I can't hear him, I feel peace. Um, wow. There's so many parts to this, but let's take feeling completely out of the equation, right? So there are times when I'm in worship where I'm worshiping out of principle. I'm worshiping because it's my battle strategy. I won't hear anything back. I may not feel, um, anything in particular, but because worshiping is my battle strategy, because studying the word of God is where I receive my strength through prayer, through talking to him, through spiritual things. That's the foundation regardless of what I receive back. You know what I mean? Um, so the first tidbit, the first tip that I highly recommend to stay close to God. That's what I want us to take away. That's what I want us to take away from this is how to stay close to God in principle. Um, even when things don't make sense and even when we don't feel like it. So again, we're always keeping it 100 on the hope podcast, right? Sometimes I don't feel like reading my Bible. Okay. Sometimes I feel like watching YouTube videos. Um, sometimes I feel like scrolling on social media, but you know what? Um, that never makes me feel the way that connecting with God makes me feel. It may distract me and it may give me a good laugh and I'm not, please, 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 please don't misquote me. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with those things. It's just a matter of priority. Oftentimes we say, I don't have time to spend with Jesus. Um, we've talked about this, <laughs> but you spend so, but we spend so much time on our phones or on social media, right? Um, so we have to start with a prayer. Lord, please help me to stay focused on you. Please help me to desire you. Um, and that's a constant battle. That's a constant tug, um, where we have to make the right choice first. I highly recommend doing it first thing in the morning because it's so easy to get distracted throughout the day. Yeah, you can absolutely please 
Absolutely. Talk to Jesus throughout the day, nonstop, connecting with him throughout the day, nonstop, listening to Christian music, feeding yourself on uplifting things. Um, but for me, my, um, my formula for a good day, going back to how to have a good day, that podcast, um, starting with Jesus, getting that foundation. Like, so when you start your day, Whatever you put on your mind first, I feel like that's what's going to carry you throughout the day. So sometimes if I check my phone first, um, then throughout the day, I am thinking about um, comparing myself to others or what I should post um, or whatever, foolishness, things that don't matter, right? Versus when I go to the word first and I check in with God. And like, if you're not a devotional person, like maybe you don't really know what it means to check in with God first, then start with those simple little stories um, that just help you to think about Jesus. You could even go on YouTube and check out some sermons that a YouTube video that I shared about different things on different, um, different speakers on YouTube that I love that I go to. You can start with that. Like, Every bit counts, right? So just start, just start, but put him first and that will make a big difference, right? Um, and then over time, honestly, you'll crave it and you'll miss it. Um, even if you don't make the right choice in your heart of hearts, you'd be like, man, I miss Jesus. Like I miss connecting with him. So um, just give it time. All right. Second is worship. So maybe you're like my husband and you connect with God in a different way, right? So I'm a worshiper. I understand that my advice may sound biased because I'm just a worshiper at heart, but I understand those that um, that's not their default way to connect with God, like I said, like my husband. So if you are in that way, I understand that. But here's what I highly recommend, some form of Christian music. So my husband... Um, he, he likes worship music, but that's not what takes him in. Believe it or not, it's Christian hip hop that takes him in. That will bring him down to his knees crying with his hands lifted. So maybe there is some other form of music that's going to really help you to focus on God. We listen to music all the time. Most people listen to music all the time. And I highly, strongly recommend that when you're feeling low, listen to uplifting music. Um, I mentioned earlier that that's my battle strategy and that is one way that draws me closer to God. Um, and again, if this topic is all about how to draw close to God, what are you feeding yourself on? I highly, highly recommend that. So first of all, starting your day with Jesus, checking in with the word of God, some form of devotional. Secondly, your worship is important and that is through the avenue of music in this case. My last point comes back to what I was saying earlier about principle. My third final point is standing on the promises of God. Sometimes God is silent because he's forcing us to go to the word and remind ourselves who he already said he is. He already said he's good. He's already, he already said he's faithful. He already said he's our peace, our strength our joy, our healer. And they may not happen at the moment that we want them to. It may not be immediate, but those are promises that we have to 
claim. So again, for me, you guys know my experience just following the Holy Spirit here. Depression is a real thing. And I struggled for depression for a really, really long time. One of these days I'll share, um, my, the experience that took me in, um, to the greatest darkness that I wasn't sure if I was going to get out of. Um, but you know what situation unresolved, the light actually completely evaporated the darkness. I learned, I found for myself that God is absolutely able and capable to help depression. I've proven it myself and I know that he can do that for you guys. But sometimes what it really comes down to is how badly do we want to be like Jesus? And sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves and say, I don't like him right now. He makes me mad because I don't understand him. But again, that goes back to, I mean, it's all a full circle, right? Either we believe in the full Bible or we don't. So is he a good God? Honestly, even when you don't believe it, stand on that promise that he is a good, faithful God. I don't understand him. If I could understand him, I'd be God. Duh. Like, there's no way that everything that happens in this world and everything that happens in this life is going to make sense to us. It is complicated. It is unfathomable. And the only one that can make everything connect and make everything work out for good, that's God's job. That's not our job. And so it's really important for us to go through the word. I mean, even like there's different books and different resources where you can just look up depression. You can look up strength. You can look up joy and you can find um, a list of verses that will substantiate those um, that will substantiate who God says he is. And it's really important, guys, like. If we, if you, so just make, just ask yourself a question, right? Do you want to feel close to God? If you don't want to be close to God right now, be honest about that. Don't fake it. If you're a churchgoer just to be a pew warmer, that's ridiculous. You ain't fooling nobody. Okay. Like ask God to help you desire him if you don't. Um, and then at that point, these steps that we talked about making those intentional decisions, what you feed yourself on. Again, God doesn't move. We do. So the choices that we make will either draw us closer to him or farther away from him. And he is a good God and he is a loving God, even when it doesn't make sense to us. The thing is, God wants us to be saved more than he wants us to be happy. We can find joy, believe me. Um, but Sometimes, times, sometimes life can get dark and it is in those times where we grow, where we are stretched, where our faith is strengthened, where we, where things about ourselves are revealed, where things about God are revealed. I will never, I could never take back the experiences that I had, even, even the darkest, darkest moments, because through those times I learned that God is is the one that brings light into the darkness, consistent light into the darkness, not temporary, full-time. Alrighty, my friends, that is the end of today's podcast. Of course, you know, I'm always here. If you have any questions, just DM me. Um, and I really, really hope that over time, you will have peace 
and you will understand that this world gives a lot of false promises, but God is the one whose promises are true. I'm just going to say a quick word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for the Hope family. Thank you for those who are listening. God, I ask that you will just encourage the listeners, um, help them to, in principle, continue to seek you, God, even in the moments where it doesn't seem like you're listening, in the moments where it doesn't seem like you're near. Um, I know that you will reveal yourself. I know that everyone has their own path. Everyone has their own journey. And in the right time, you will do what you need to do in their lives, God. So give us all patience, give us all strength, give us all endurance, and we praise you in advance for what you're going to do. Amen. I love y'all so much. Stay strong, Hope Fam. Bye.